Welcome to another Outside the Box, looking for friends all the time. Today's topic is enemies. Our U.S. government and most of us humans seem to thrive on having an enemy. After all, if we have good friends, don't we also have to have sworn enemies? It would have to be a threat, not merely a rival or competitor. As individuals, we can just have friends or some who we tolerate, frenemies, even if we don't agree on much. But can nations do the same thing with each other? Have friends and trading partners or just stay away from those it doesn't like? Governments, including our own, do plenty of despicable things too. But shouldn't that make them an enemy? Governments start wars. They threaten other countries who criticize them. They focus on their own safety and security, even when it threatens other countries. They kill their own people and lock them up for disagreeing with government policies. They spy on and exploit other governments. They reward their friends, and they offer no help to or threaten those who they don't like. Elected officials in this country may use enemies to strengthen their own political power, by coming out strongly against another country as a threat to the safety of our people, whether true or not. And we spend massive amounts of money on weapons and other forms of security at the expense of what people really need, basics like food and shelter, education, health care, and a clean environment. But it doesn't have to be that way. The 1990s should have been a time of security without threats because it seemed like the U.S. did not have an enemy, especially after the collapse of the Soviet Union in 1991. But we still spent billions on weapons we did not need. Even today, countries like China, North Korea, Iran, and Russia do not need to be seen as threats. They're simply responding in kind to what they think are U.S. actions that threaten them. It's another Cold War, just like the U.S. versus USSR arms race of most of the last half of the 20th century. We can still be critical of what other countries do, denying human rights, exploiting most of their country's people to consolidate power and benefit a few, hurting other countries to benefit their own, without also being able to work together in many ways. We can offer incentives to those countries we respect more without saying no to those who we respect less. But we need to hold ourselves to that same standard and be self-critical as well. So many of our resources in this country go toward protecting ourselves against so-called enemies, most or all of which are imaginary, because they're simply trying to protect themselves against us. Could we redefine our relationship to those countries and begin anew? What we could say instead would be, we now exist to cooperate with you, not to compete. We want to scratch your back and have you scratch ours. We may not agree with your political system, but we accept it and encourage you to make it better for all your own people. We want our own economy to thrive, but we also want to participate in your economy where it benefits both of us. 
We want to set a good example for how a government can treat all its people well, and we want you to do the same. Who do you think we should be friends with, and who should be our enemies, if anyone? I'm Larry Danzinger, wanting to promote more friendships and fewer enemies.